0: The Athletic Podcast Network is supported by the Quip Electric Toothbrush, the Tesla of toothbrushes. Most people's oral care habits could be better. We often brush for less than two minutes and use old, worn-out bristles. Quip makes having a fresh, healthy mouth easy and convenient. Their electric toothbrush pulses every 30 seconds, so you clean your mouth evenly, and they deliver brush head refills every three months, like your dentist recommends. Get your first refill free at getquip.com. listen That's getquip.com dot.com/slash/listen. I'm Deontay Burden and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Basley and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. You. On you. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I am your host, Michele Berra. We are part of the Athletic Podcast Network. A solo episode tonight, I will comment briefly on the Thunder loss to the Spurs last night in OKC, and then I will try to answer as many questions as I can. Uh, Andrew is sick, so he asked me to take care of this, and... Since we have the best follower uh, of the world, you were so kind to give us a lot of questions, and you made this episode very easy and very interesting. Because after a loss, uh, to be honest with you, uh, the game was not great. But like as a as a fan or as a guy who covers this team, it forces you a loss forces you to look at. at like the things that didn't work, the thing that this team needs to improve. And and I think it, it makes for a better discussion probably and, and also something less trivial than, oh, wow, Shea is great or CP3 is such a good closer, which are fair points. But um, but yeah, uh, we may need also to, to discuss other things such as Stephen Adams struggling uh, in the post, and we have a lot of questions about him, about uh, possible trades that should uh, should OKC decided to move him at the deadline, were possibilities back then. Um, Overall, I mean, I would not push. Put too much stock into the last two losses. Um, as I discussed with, with John on, on, on After Dark, uh, for the ones who listened, uh, I think that there is kind of a trend over the last few weeks where OKC is not performing uh, at the at a very high level. They beat Sacramento in a very, very um, good fashion, but after that, the, the win against Phoenix, then Cleveland, then uh, the, the loss of Boston and probably missed one. Win. Oh, oh, yes, the, the win against Detroit. OKC okay, never performed to that level. And and last night, I mean, when you face a team that shoots so well in the mid range, and and you don't have anything going um, uh, for for basically the entire first quarter, uh, it makes for a very difficult and, 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 and very, um, say you you need to, you need always to play catch up. And this team, I think is not very, uh, it cannot always rely on that. And, um, and yeah, this is what happened, I think last night. And probably again, it's just, A bad stretch of scoring the basketball for some players Gallo struggled a lot Uh, Dennis has been not great in terms of efficiency over the last two games And and it happens It happens and probably this team will um, benefit from the the all-star break Okay, um, let's get into some questions Uh, Vito, Vito Vito00608363 asks are we underestimating the next draft by overlooking European players? Uh, I don't know. Um, probably yes, to some degree. Even if I, I, I have to admit, uh, I plan to do a lot of, sc- of sc- scouting of players, especially Europeans. One, but I didn't have time so far to really look into Euro basketball. Uh, I read a lot about Denia Vidya, Um There are guys who are Americans, but they are playing in in Europe. Um, Hayes uh, is playing in the Bundesliga. So there are a few prospects, I would say, in the lottery that are probably not Properly rated so far But this is always the case With European players in Like February, March When the, the NCAA stops Then maybe we will have A better evaluation of them um, But surely you know, We should keep an eye on Dania Vidya Because one of the main questions That scout has About him is Scout have about him is The shooting And it seems that he's Kind of putting it together from three, so if that happens, if his three is reliable enough, then we are talking about a very good prospect. Um, a franchise player, probably not, but but still a player that that, that is worth a deep deep look. Um, do you think SGA? This is bro OKC fan with Russ. Uh, do you think SGA would have become a better shooter playing alongside Russell Westbrook, Jeremy Grant, and T. Ferg? Have had. A, and Tiff have had bad shooting season this season compared to last. Uh, well, first, I probably don't get the question fully, but um, I think that SGA would be a very different player today. Um, or at least he would be in a different place in terms of development if Russell Westbrook was still uh, the playmaker, probably because he doesn't have the usage, especially especially if Danny Schroeder is still on the team. Um, Chris Paul, as much as we um, discuss the fact that he's not very active in the first half, he allows Shea to be a little bit more dominant on the ball in 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 certain uh, moments of the game. I'm not sure that, that Russ is able to do that, mainly because Chris can be effective away from the ball. Russ. Um, if you if you have a center and OKC is built around two centers in Noel and Adams, and you have a guy that that can shoot in, in Russell Westbrook, then it it makes it hard to use him as a spacer to use a Russell Westbrook uh, away from the ball, and this doesn't allow Shea to be very very much on the ball. So I think he would be different, and I'm not sure um, if we can really. Pinpoint uh, or at, le- uh, at least correlate, sorry, uh, the, the the Terrence Ferguson drop in terms of three point percentage to Russell Westbrook. Surely uh, Terrence was having corner trees uh, at will with Russ. This is not happening, so probably he's not as comfortable having to do different stuff instead of just being parked on the corner. But, um, that, that can be a part, but I'm not sure that, uh, the personnel is really what is bothering Ferg right now. Fluky asks, chances of Steven getting his jersey retired in OKC. Oh boy. Um, uh, it depends. Uh, on one hand, you don't want Steven to command a low salary after his contract, because that means that he is not good enough, um. So it's not in an upward trajectory, which, which is what it seems, uh, at least this season. So if Stevens doesn't doesn't command a very high salary, it also means that his production is not uh, the one that it should be. And so either they they agree on a lower figure, which is always tough, especially for a young player, or he finds his fortune somewhere else. I still think that in a team built with shooters like Atlanta. A guy like Steven would have made perfect sense, but probably the price that Presti set was a little bit too high for them. They didn't pay Capella very much. So uh, I'm not sure that he will retire as an OKC um, Thunder, but if he sign another contract, then this is probably very, very likely. Um, anonymous Turtle... Asks what will our twenty twenty draft pick look like and who we will pick after knowing about all the trades we will be part of this off season. Wow, this is a very very complicated question, uh, which I don't know how to answer yet. Again, because I'm not, um, I haven't done my uh, my researches on prospects, but um, I do think that. OKC had well, I'm sure that OKC has a pick to uh, either theirs or uh, Denver's one or maybe even both. So um, they will have a draft pick around 20, 25, uh, something like that. Uh, In that area, there is a guy who is called Aaron Nesmith, um, who is a, versatile wing like 6667 uh, who currently is shooting I think eight threes per game, shooting a, a very crazy percentage, like 50%, 82% from the line. A guy like that who is athletic enough um, and a very, very good shooter, I think can bond well with this team. And the mock draft that I'm currently looking at plays him with Houston. So I think that a player like that, uh, a tall wing uh, that can play the two and the three maybe, uh, or maybe even better, the three and the four, um, that is. that is a shooter and a passable defender, uh, maybe with some um, sort of IQ of some sort, like uh, being able to create something like Okiki la- last in last year draft. I think it's he's something that uh, someone that OKC can target. Um, Hoopstock asks, it's just me. Or is Billy getting less technicals now that he doesn't have to defend Russ to the refs for 82 games? I don't know. I, I saw Billy pretty, uh, pretty um, mad last night with the officials about some calls, especially early in the game. Uh, but maybe there the were all tension between the the refs and the team uh, that Russ surely helped creating because he. It, it's not a secret. I mean, it's a... It's just reality that Russ is a guy that uh, at least used to be a guy who, um, who had many, many technical fouls. Maybe that atmosphere also helped Billy uh, being a little bit uh, into that. Uh, but I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure it's about defending, uh, to be honest with you. It's more about the way in which you are communicating as a team to the officials. Um, Jason at jdap 25 As Thunder fans, should we be rooting for Giannis to to sign the Supermax with the Bucks? It's a small market, well-run organization that has been winning games and if he signs the Supermax, it might help show other stars that it's not all about LA or New York Uh, Sure, I also add something else Um, If Giannis signs elsewhere that else and elsewhere is either Miami or LA or um, well maybe all places, but Toronto. It it makes it harder to win in the NBA <laughs> for all the other teams because they will have the resources and the veterans that want to play there for a minimum, and they will not care about the paying a gazillion amount in luxury tax. So um, so yeah, if you want to to help uh, small markets. Uh, Giannis, stay, Giannis staying in Milwaukee is surely helpful, uh, also because, I mean, uh, he will not play in, um, I don't know, Brooklyn, Toronto, or other places, which helps uh, keeping competitiveness around the NBA. Giannis is so great that you can, if you pair him with a guy like Jimmy Butler, and maybe you have a couple of veterans, it it will be hard to beat them, especially with a co- coach like Spo. Uh, suppose, supposing that Giannis that chooses Miami. Uh, face at Okla Coleman. Uh, do you think there is a chance that Thunder pick up someone that was waived or bought out? Could Bender or Bokov help this team? Uh, no, neither probably. But if you want to take a swing at Bender because you don't have a body at the four, uh, okay. Um, I'm not sure Okc is really trying to add someone um, but if they feel like they miss some size and Bender um, is okay coming here for just the minimum and nothing more, with the, with the agreement that as soon as basically step back on the court, uh, he will not get any minutes. Then, then yeah, why not? I mean, it's just about money and feeling a roster spot. So, if the ownership is willing, then yes, uh, it, it can be something that Tokicir looks into. Um, JJ Kohn. Uh, are teams beginning to guard jump shot tighter tighter against the Thunder, or is this really just a slump? Uh, I am not sure they are. I have to check, um, and you can do it uh, as well on the on the website NBA.com uh, in the stats department. You can see uh, the wide open shots and the frequency over the last few games compared to the beginning of the season. Uh, my eye test says that they are just missing a lot of good shots and so this will revert to the mean if you are talking about guarding the mid-range then probably teams are starting to adjust a little bit especially by cheating on players like Dort, like Ferguson, like Nader they are allowing them to be a little bit more free uh, from three-point range and they are closing a little bit the, 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 the driving lane and so packing the pain also makes it harder to Chris Paul to play the usual pick and roll with Steven Adams going into his jumper. Um, Robert Moose tribute account. Now that Gallinari, the now that the Galinari trade details have leaked out, non-Olenic draft compensation, does that price point impact his sign and trade value this summer? Um, surely it would be less than that because the team will not have Gallinari for this playoff run um, I think that probably now, that now the value would be just maybe a late pick, which is fine because it gives you the possibility well, first of all, uh, the, without the, um, the extension of 1 plus 1, the hit would not um, do that trade So, I mean, it's not like the Thunder didn't ask that. They exactly asked that. Now that they are not in position to have any advantage of of Gallo remaining in OKC, I think that the value will drop. And maybe it's just Olenek and a draft pick because it helps Miami clearing some space from their books and also uh, putting uh, a small asset to OKC. I'm not sure that Miami will do it because if Kahlo doesn't want a 1 plus 1 now, it's hard to see him sign that kind of contract in June in July, but maybe some other teams will will do something like that, and the first one pick, a late first one pick protected, I don't know, top 20, probably something that um, a team would entertain. Raj Patel do you think that Do you think the game versus the Spurs is the floor for this Thunder team? I think that uh, at their peak, the Thunder could give maybe the Jets or the Nuggets a a tough time in the first round. But it would be disappointing if last night's team shows up in the playoff. Well, it can happen, especially if they don't have a good shooting night. This happens in the NBA. Um, I think that against teams that play conservative defense, um, either OKC... starts to take a lot of pull-ups like a lot, lot, lot of them and guys like Ferguson and Dort uh, have good percentage or it may be tricky to generate the necessary space that's why I think keeping Muscala engaged, keeping uh, er, like getting Ferg back to a certain degree is very, very important for this team because they will need spacing in the playoffs Nick but, but not disappointing, I mean this team made something incredible already. Whatever whatever happens from here to June, it's just something more than what we expect. And so let's just enjoy. I mean, I know that losing against the Spurs, against a guy, a team that is 05 coming to the game on a second night of a back-to-back is not the greatest thing and looking to a 14 quarter point is not exactly entertaining. But remember how great the Thunder played for fifty-four games, and it's already, they're already over there, over under for the season. So we should really put these things in perspective. Nick Eccles um, asks, asks, "Would you would you trade for Embiid, and what's the package?" Oh boy, Embiid will command, I think, at least three first-round picks and good ones, plus a salary matching that the. the the sixer like I am not sure that it makes sense for OKC because they will they, they will not be a title contender and so why are you wasting three picks you will not get them back and so um, I, I I don't I don't think OKC would do that if you are talking Simmons though for some reason if Philadelphia wants to part ways with one of the two and Simmons is the one who wants to go. I think that Simmons and Shea made could 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 make a lot of sense together, and Simmons can be the screener for Shea. You can try to 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 get a center um, that can shoot, even even like a, a token guy like Muscala. I don't know. I am I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how how would that pairing look like. But again, it would be a gazillion amount of picks. Uh, Dr. Pepsi asks Among realistic buyout candidates Who's the best option for OKC? Is it Harkless? Will they even pursue anyone from buyout market? Well, Harkless makes sense They, they may need this Again, I, I was discussing before A guy that can play the 3 and the 4 uh, Bender is a little bit taller Harkless probably fits that Even if he will not provide any shooting I mean, he he can defend If you If you face a team like the Clippers Harkless can be helpful. If you face a team like um, the Jazz, Harkless can be helpful. Against the Nuggets, I don't know, but you cannot know it now. So if he wants to come, sure, he's a realistic candidate, but I think he will try to sign with a better team. Like even the Lakers make sense for him. Toronto makes sense for him. Milwaukee, Miami, all these teams uh, Miami I'm not sure they can because They kind of traded for him and so I'm Not sure they, they are allowed to sign Him uh, from the buyout market But teams like that make A lot of sense for Harkless um, Lafro James Asks, uh, great Twitter Handle by the way, uh, weird uh, Honest question, is Ferring an NBA player? Uh up. Um, I'm stopping it like that right here. There is a lot of other comments. Yes, he is an NBA player, uh, for real. Um, he is not in a great place in terms of being able to impact the game scoring-wise, but he is elite in a defense. He is really good. <laughs> really, really good. It's not the case that a guy like that is in the NBA. It's not, it's not by chance. He is really an NBA player that is struggling For personal reasons And so yeah I do think that And there's no question in my mind That he is an NBA player uh, Whether he succeeded uh, He will succeed in OKC I don't know But I am i don't think he can be out of the league um, and, and I don't want him to be out of the league uh, in, a, in, a, in a few years Because I think he's an athlete He can shoot it uh, or at least he showed that he can shoot it, and, and he's a good defender. So, yeah, uh, I still I still have some hope, and, and that, that he succeeding in OKC. I'm surely have hope for him in general in in the NBA. Uh, ben Ellard asks: Should the Thunder consider signing Ryan Brokeoff to fill out the roster? Six nine and shooting twenty nine percent from three. Oh. Uh, yeah, he can shoot it, but he doesn't do anything else. Um, probably he will provide better spacing than Nader, but the thing that you lost on the other side are probably scaring to me. So no, uh, well, if you want to give him a run in the same way as Bender, yeah, but uh, you don't have to expect any reliable production for a player like that, I think, on the defensive side. And, and this is important. In the, in the playoffs. Um, two awake for four in the morning asks, where would you put two expansion teams for NBA? Oh wow, um, I don't know. Probably, I think that, well, Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas is just a crazy city. Uh, it is probably the most crazy town I visited. Uh, in the States. So, but they, but they are ready to, to get an NBA um, team over there, uh, probably also an NFL team. Uh, and so, yeah, it would make sense to, to pick Vegas. Um, Seattle is always, sorry, sorry, OKC fans, I know, uh, but, but Seattle is, was a basketball city, and so probably it will make sense one day uh, to, to go back there. Um, a while keeping a team in OVC, of course, uh, this this team will not move anywhere. Um, I hope, but but yeah, those two. Then probably I my 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 knowledge of very deserving cities, uh, it's it's very limited. So I don't know San Diego. I don't know. Um, Seth Moffitt. Would it be preferable for us to convey our first round pick to Philly this year so it doesn't turn into 20-20 seconds? No, 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 no. I mean, the 20-20 seconds, uh, why do you... I mean, the first round pick is still valuable, at least to me. You can package that immediately and, and probably trade up if you have two picks in the 20s. So maybe you end up with a pick in the, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, maybe you attach another young player and it's snag a guy like Nico Mannion or who is sliding for some reason the night of the draft. I don't know. I, I would not prefer that pick to to be moved um, for, for that reason. Uh, if you are saying to me, "Well, do you prefer to get the, the, the fifth spot in the um, in the playoff standing and losing the pick, then this is another argument. I I don't have an opinion there. I think that both, like getting the pick or having a good position, are both uh, worthy. Kaylor uh, Campbell, if you were if you were his coach, what would you do to try to get Ferguson more involved uh, on the offensive end without limiting others in the process? Oh boy, this is an extremely hard question um, because there are just so many shots that you can that you can distribute around. What I want as a coach, is for him not to um, not to refuse to shot. This is the most important thing. Like, if you are open, you need to shoot it. Otherwise, you'll sit on the bench immediately. Like, I don't know if um, if a harsh approach with, with Ferguson will work. But in my opinion, if you are on the court and you refuse to shoot, then we have a problem as a team. Like, you need to be involved. You need to take your your chances. It's more damaging if you're not shooting compared to you missing a a tree. This is what I I would give him as a message. Just just shoot it. If you you have for the next week, like next four games, suppose after All-Star break, the first four games, you take 18 trees and you make two, I am more happy, well, slightly more happy than if you refuse to take any. Like this should be the message. Just let it fly when you're open. I don't care about the results. The team doesn't care about the results. If you if you are getting back in your groove, like of uh, a guy that can shoot 35, 36% on four or five attempts per game, this team will be incredibly tough to guard, and you will you can back you can get back your starting spot if you play like that. I don't know if this will make things better or worse. Um, a conflicted Thunder fan um, asks Do you attribute this team's selfless and free flowing offense with the new addition, CP3 SGA Gallinari, or the subtraction? This is a very um, subtle question that I don't want to answer. I think it's different personnel, different style of play, and different way of being selfless. More people touch the ball. But the number of assists is, I don't know if it's dramatically different. Um, so it, this team is surely different. And it's probably both. And it's probably the fact that when you have a guy like Ross and Paul George, they are better than anyone else. And they are the focal point of the offense. Is Gianni self, selfless, selfish? Is LeBron Ball selfish? A bit, but it's very effective And Like you don't get points Because you're selfless You get points because you win basketball games And again If Paul George doesn't get uh, Hurt In the second part of last season That team probably wins 55 games And we are discussing a completely Different season And probably a completely different playoff run So winning is important Selfless being selfless, yeah, it is good to see a very good band of basketball where everyone touches the ball. But also you have to realize that we don't have the talent that can be a focal point of the offense every single night. They have to do like that. They have to share the ball because as a team, they can win. As a singles, probably on Sunday night, Chris Paul can lead them to a victory. But it cannot be like that every night. With Paul George and Russ, it can happen every single night. It won't, but it's very likely. Um, Sean Cargill um, will OKC add a buyout player. Well, we just we just discussed that. But you you add or just sign Dort. I think that this is an option, uh, and maybe they will do both. They will just cut someone uh, and and sign Dort plus a buyout. I would not put uh, many stock into that, but but it, it is an option. Declan Ford, last question for today. Thank you again for asking. By the way, can you talk about SGA shot? It looks like different to other shooters, but seems to be effective. Yeah, Shea has emotion um, where he basically push pushes the shot a little bit. Um, it's very his he his hands and his arms raise uh, forward uh, instead of just hop eye. Uh, the trajectory of the shots is, is different and it's just um, in terms of rhythm like he has his own pace in which he get to uh, to a shot it's very very peculiar it's not the fastest so I think that he will have to improve that going forward because you really need to be quick uh, to your to your shot if you want to be a pull up threat and but he's already effective I mean the shot is pure you, you look at coming out from his hands it it has a good spin it has a good um direction a good height so it's just not the compact clay thompson like um shot but if you look curry curry doesn't shoot the ball in the same way that other do he really put his hips into the shot he turns his hips in order to to get to to give the ball a little effect um there there was an article an amazing article that discussed this particular part of Kerr's shot, like the fact that he he puts uh, one of the hips, the the one con- the same side of of his shooting hand, inside. The the shooting motion while jumping Basically slightly turns In order to give the ball a perfect angle And a perfect rotation Um, So every shooter has his own mechanism And and surely Shea is not conventional But I think that he is trying to find a rhythm With that kind of mechanism In order to be effective As a pull-up threat Um, This is about it Um, Again, thank you Thank you very much for asking these very interesting questions. Um, please go check and look Eric Eric Horn's work. On the Athletic, we are part of the Athletic podcast podcast network, and so um, a uh, by joining the Athletic, you you get all these podcasts um, in the in their beautiful app, and b you can read Eric pieces, you can read Brett Dawson pieces, uh, Fred Cass. You, they have an amazing collection uh, of writers, and, and you should it's it's really worth. I mean, I have it. I the the, the first things that I do in the morning while I wake up, in Italy it's just checking my feed my um uh, the the authors that i follow i still follow later i still follow um fred of course uh, they, they, they have an amazing way of, of writing articles and th- th- that are not just your usual uh, post-game recap, which you, you can do by yourself, basically. Um, so yeah, uh, go and subscribe to uh, to The Athletic, support them, and in this, in this way you are supporting down to dunk um, Follow us at down to dunk and follow me at at MikeyBear. And we will talk to you on Friday.